0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Odin's movie blog. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Welcome back to the channel. So glad to have everyone here. It has been an interesting week. It has been the final week of new material for at-home learning for me. And so I have one more week of just trying to make sure all the students that have not done their work yet get that work done before finalizing grades. And then it's pretty much summertime for me. And so, therefore, that means there will indeed be a summertime schedule that will be posted in the next couple of weeks. Most likely going to be bringing back some of those movie mornings that I had previously done last summer. Those were a lot of fun. I know that not everyone can make it at that time, especially since we have people watching all across the world. That is definitely one of the ideas that I am throwing around. And so, yeah, stay tuned for more information about that. I will, of course, let you know on the live streams and try to post it on social media as well. And I'm actually really strongly considering trying to have something on the website that I currently have, which I do have a website, ombreviews.home.blog. It does need a little bit of work, uh, but obviously with no movies coming out, it's very hard to really update it with any new relevant information. However, what I am thinking of is making the homepage have a list of the streaming schedule, even though I'm pretty consistent with it, uh, just having a place where people can go just to see, especially when it comes to the news schedule and trying to figure out time zones and things like that. I think that would definitely be a huge help for a lot of people, but before we dive into the topic of tonight, which is of course talking about TV ratings. What are they? How do they actually work? And this is actually not just going to be me trying to inform people because I have really honestly no idea how these things work and how decisions are made about whether a show should be canceled or not, especially after diving into some of these numbers of some shows that I personally like. Some shows that I personally love, and other shows that have been on similar networks with better ratings, somehow or another get cancelled, having decent ratings, and yet there are certain shows right now, looking at you Supergirl, and most especially in its first season, looking at you Batwoman, that have had just completely abysmal ratings, and yet somehow, they earn and garner. ...a second season. It makes no sense to me whatsoever, so hopefully we can work through this together. Uh, Of course, I'm going to be doing this through a news report style when we actually get into it. I have several different lists up through Wikipedia and various other sources as well, just looking at the information... ...and just trying to figure this stuff out together, because it honestly, when you break down the numbers, makes no sense whatsoever. And having no box office numbers to crunch at this point in time, just looking at these and saying, Hey, I wonder what this show had, and guess what? Hey, I wonder what this show had... It just makes you infuriated that there are some really awesome shows that either had one season or two seasons and then got canceled because of so-called abysmal ratings. And yet there are shows right now, including Batwoman, including Supergirl, that have even worse ratings, three times less as far as the numbers are concerned, and yet somehow they're still up in the air. And obviously, I have a thought as to why that is indeed the case. But before we jump into that, let's go ahead and shout out some people real quick. We had a couple people here early. So we had superfan Adam Shahan over at the YouTube chat. Josue Vagia in the chat. Dean Approved, GMonkey76. Robert Frey is here as well. Tina Beat, what's going on, Tina? Glad to have you here. Mr. Peabody was over on YouTube as well. How is it going, good sir? Hypernext 13 is here uh, at AD. Uh, That is a new name to the chat. He says, "Um, Hail Odin, I'd love to see a video on your faith and what inspires you. Also, Snyder used a lot of religious symbolism and allegories in his DCEU along with the priests. What do you think? And this is something that I have heard at least one time before. For me, though, it's just so hard to get into the Zack Snyder universe because... In all honesty, I believe that his work is so much more style over substance. I just feel that he puts so much more into the visuals that, in my opinion, for me, my eye just don't look that good. And then he leaves any substance out of it. I just have never really found a film of his that I've actually fallen in love with and still love to this day. I've mentioned this in previous videos where I say, hey, you know what? I was a huge fan. Of 300, but then I've seen it since then, and I've seen it, uh, I guess, with with different eyes. And just the CGI doesn't hold up nearly as much as it did, even for the time period for me. Uh, and so I I just have a problem with that. So again, I don't have an issue with Zack Snyder personally. I just don't like his movies overall. Uh, let's see Stephanie B is in the chat. What's going on, Stephanie B? Glad to have you here on time. It's always great to have the weekend show. Uh, growing the Hobbits in the chat. Nathan Slay, what's going on, good sir? Uh, Tina B., thank you for letting them know. If you have a comment or a question, make sure you type Odin Question, all one word, Odin Question, over on YouTube. It'll highlight orange, and it'll let me know you're trying to get my attention. That way, you don't have to super chat, you don't have to donate. That could very well be to my detriment, but that's okay, because it's all about having fun here. Zero Duality, thank you very much for that super chat, though. If you do super chat, your comments will be read much more quickly, uh, and also, if there's any skips and jumps, you don't have to worry about it getting lost. But anyway, Zero Duality, I'm loving this continuation of this theme because it is one of my favorite lines from one of my favorite comedies of all time. Zero Duality. Thank you for that super chat. He says, Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Einhorn is a man. Oh my God. Einhorn is a man. If you've never seen Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, or even When Nature Calls, You are missing out. It's probably some of the best Jim Carrey you've ever seen in your life. And this is long before that dude went completely and utterly crazy. Uh, But thank you very much, Zero Duality. I really do appreciate that. Stream Elements is here. Tired Odin, I saw this comment as I was waiting for the show to start. He says, well, I woke up from my nap. So I hope Odin isn't too late tonight because I am still so tired. Well, Tired Odin, thank you so much for being here. Always love. I really want to find out. Who you are, tired Odin? I have my suspicions, and you may have even told me at one point who you were, but it's just been so long since I've I've seen you in the chat. Again, you've been in the last few chats, but then there was like a several month period where you were gone. So, I don't know. Hopefully, you're doing fine. Though, Dean Approve says something, my dude. Any thoughts on the new Scoob movie? Here, it's pretty good. I've not heard anything myself. I've not really watched any reviews of the film. However, um, if you've heard good things, that's that's cool. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the original Where Are you? Uh, Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? The classic was it from the 60s or 70s uh, cartoon. I watched that a lot when I was growing up when Cartoon Network was brand new. That was one of the first shows it had on there because before Cartoon Network had original content, they had just a lot of awesome Looney Tunes and, uh, you know, obviously they would have Scooby-Doo as well and just a lot of other stuff like that. And then eventually, they had their new you know, original content, and a lot of it was actually pretty good, too. And then, of course, eventually, they just went kind of down a rabbit hole, and I don't really know who they are anymore. But, yeah, I, I've been a huge fan of the uh, of that concept of Scooby-Doo, but the trailer for the new movie, I, I just... Again, the animation's nice-looking, I just don't know if it fits, and I don't really have that much of an interest in seeing it personally. Personally, I don't have much of an interest in seeing it, but I can understand why a lot of people might, and especially if you have, if you have family and kids... Right now, during quarantine, you want to have as much content as possible. Orange chat Reviews, dude, you did not have to do that, man. Thank you so much. He just dropped $20 in the Super Chats. He says, Hail to the Allfather. Did you open your Joker poster yet? Also, this goes to Baby Thor's Baby Stuff. He deserves all the good stuff. Much love to everyone. Keep being great, Odin. Well, thank you very much, man. Uh, Baby Thor, absolutely. Uh, I will I will definitely be uh, using that towards getting getting all the stuff that he needs. We were just talking earlier about using uh, reusable diapers, you know, in addition to regular diapers as well. Just try and save down and on costs and stuff like that. Uh, so thank you very much, man. I really do appreciate that. And yeah, I, I have opened it, but then I wanted to protect it, and so I rolled it back up and I put it back into the uh, the bar- <laughs> I want to say barrel, but it's you know the barrel poster holder essentially is what I want to call it. And uh, so I want to make sure that it's protected because I do plan on putting it up because it was, again, my favorite movie of last year. Um, But I don't really – I'm not very good at design, if you couldn't tell from behind me. Uh, Design really isn't my forte, and so I've been waiting for (laughs) – because my wife even said, yeah, if you want me to design the posters for your room, please let me know. I'm like, you know what? It might be best because for me – I would just be putting random things in random places. They wouldn't be level. It wouldn't make any damn sense. Uh, but she has a much better and more keen eye to design than I do. Uh, but yes, I will definitely be having that up. And I do have a second one. And I once I get everything set up, then that will at some point that will be a giveaway on the channel. No question about it. Um, let us see here. Uh, Bear, Bear, Bear Nerd Fun. Always love reading that name. Uh, he says, Hail to all. Stopping by to say hello. I have homework to do for tonight. Hail Odin. Hail to you, Bear, Bear, Nerd Fun. And hope everything is going swimmingly. And homework, the year's almost over, man. What kind of homework you doing? Uh, Rhaegar Targaryen, what's up, dude? Larry Larry, who's a member on the channel. What's going on, Larry Larry? He says, Aha, I knew Peabody was coming here for Christy. Is that so? Is that so? Hmm. By the way, I saw that uh, Ryan RK Outpost was in the chat later on, so I can only imagine that he's probably uh, defending the uh, Zack Snyder universe because that's just—is that—is that all he can do? I think that's all he can do at this point. Uh, Laura Story, what's going on, Laura? Glad to see you in the chats. Uh, all right, let me go ahead and head over to DLive, though, before the chat jumps on me again on YouTube. Uh, so let us see, where are we? Uh, so Mr. Peabody was over there. Captain Adam Frank and the clan was over there as well. Mr. Peabody says, All children are back to school in Australia from Monday unless they have exemption. Ooh, interesting. Captain Adam says, Odin has a website just like he has a movie blog. I actually do have a website. (laughs) The movie blog is still questionable, but I do have a website. And as Adam knows, and anyone that's been with the channel for a long time, there are others that actually knew about me before I even started YouTube because I actually did have an old school movie blog. It was actually featured on Tumblr. I think it's still live. It's like odin777.tumblr.com or something like that. Uh, Yeah, and so I have some movie reviews there and some Oscar bowling and things like that. It's been a long time since I've been over there, at least like four or five years, it seems. That's crazy to see how the time has flown. Uh, Mr. Peabody says, if your beard gets any wilder, you're going to have to socially isolate yourself from it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I do plan on doing something with my hair at some point over the next week or two. My my initial goal is I want to kind of, I want to try going bald. I just want to shave all this off and, you know, shine it up real nice and see what happens. You know, just try it. Why not? It's summertime. Uh, but keep the beard intact. Like, keep keep the beard long. Maybe, like, just, you know, clean it up a little bit. Like, trim it, like, just to make it even. But, yeah. I don't know. I'm still thinking about it myself, dude. Uh, let's see. Peabody says, Thor has a movie blog. It's hours of ultrasound footage. <laughs> yeah, he's a star already. He's a star in the making. Uh, D. Nice, I'm really good at this self-isolation. Hey, me too. <laughs> For people like you and me, I'm assuming you meant to say that you are kind of an introvert like I am. Yeah, Isolation is actually very easy when you're introverted. I can can say that from experience, if you know what I mean. Uh, There's another quote for you. Peabody says, Who is tired Odin? It's the greatest question of them all. Camden High says, I've been doing it for almost 30 years. Hey, Right there with you, man. Uh, Adam says, we have puppies. Two girls, one boy. I didn't, uh, one didn't make it. Ah, oh, I hate when I always, uh, I hate whenever I hear that. Uh, also, one of the girls is tiny, but all is going good so far. Labor started 11 p.m. last night. Well, again, hope everything goes, goes well. Again, very sad to hear that y'all lost one. I always hate hearing that, uh, but I'm glad to hear the other puppies are healthy. Um, and that is it for D Live. Cool, alright. Super Anime Gamer, heading back over to YouTube now. Says, heyo, what is up, my dude? What's going on, Super? Uh, Hybrid X13 says, hello, my brother. Hashtag respect for armed forces today. Been pretty good so far. Oh, I mean, not just today. Every day. Always respect the armed forces. No question about it. Alex McCarthy says, howdy and How's it going? It's going fine, man. I hope that you've enjoyed the videos I've been starting to make on Sports Wars. I plan to make more covering wrestling news. Uh, so expect that. Uh, I hope to get some more content out of summer as soon as summer starts. But as you all know, you know, summer starts, and I'm like, I have all this free time. And then, especially now this year, got to get things ready for the baby. Got to, you know, get everything actually set up here. And it's, yeah, I, I think I'm going to have more time than I probably end up will have. <laughs> but we'll, we'll have to wait and see. That's always the case. Nathan Slay says, Odin. Larry Larry says, I am the cynic of the critic who is a cynic. Hmm. That's interesting. Greta Zenner's here. What's going on, Greta? Greta says, what's up, Odin Every? What's going on, Greta? How's it going, girl? I hear that New Orleans is starting to open back up again slowly but surely. I feel like even though New Orleans was more heavily impacted by this than my state and my city was, we are just so much further behind in every single way, Uh, especially our bishop. Uh, who I've mentioned on the channel before, Laura's Story says, you should post a list of DVDs you need for the summer. Ooh, yeah. Um, I probably should. I probably need a list. I had a list at one point. It's somewhere in these boxes. (laughs) I probably should start writing things down. I can say I have been watching stuff, though, which is nice. Uh, The the main focus of my time recently, though, has been on this bad boy. This is Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicle, season one and two. Uh, This is going to be featured on tonight's show because this is a show that actually had, in my opinion, based on the numbers that I'm seeing, and as far as how they've been able to justify, you know, renewing other shows... Uh, this actually had some decent ratings. This actually had a pretty decent audience size when it was cancelled, which is really sad because uh, Season 1 was solid. Love in Season 2. I'm about halfway through Season 2 right now, and it's fantastic. You know, even with some low-grade CG effects, I think it holds up for the most part. I think it's really cool because it kind of adds some more to the lore of Terminator, and guess what? (laughs) They don't just randomly kill John Connor in the first five minutes. Dark fate. (laughs) Just gonna put that out there. Uh, Let's see. Nathan Slay says, what's up? Oh, what's going on, Nathan? Thank you for that, man. I appreciate it. Uh, Alice McGregor says, 300 and BVS for the movie Mornings. Hell no. You know what? To be honest, I might be willing to do BVS. However, I don't own BVS because I have no desire to own that movie. I do own 300, and I do own one film that I've actually wanted to watch again is I do have the director's cut of Watchmen. I wasn't a huge fan of the movie when I first saw it. I hear the director's cut is better, But as I have kind of made clear, I don't really like Director's Cut when it comes to Zack Snyder because I just think he puts in more fluff than actual substance. Again, that's just my own personal opinion there. But that might be one that we could definitely look at in the future. And since all of my movies are now up on Plex, it'll actually make doing the movie mornings easier because you can do basically a screen share function through Discord... So, it will be a lot easier to say, hey, if you don't own the movie, jump on the Discord, and if it works, it works. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Uh, But it'll be able to get around, you you know, just showing it and saying, oh yeah, get free access to it. It'll be easier to do that. There are other apps where you can have watch-along parties if people don't own the movie or have access to it via Netflix or anything like that. Um, but having all my movies up on my Plex server, I just think will make it a lot easier, especially since Discord does have that functionality. So I can't wait to play around with that uh, when these streams start. Tina says, And what exactly would these morning streams morning streams entail? Me, <laughs> me getting up early will be based upon that. So basically, my plan, Tina, thank you for asking, is to have mostly, you know, maybe a couple of movie morning streams during the week. Um, at one point, I went, my last, last summer, my schedule was, there was one stream dedicated to gaming, and I played like, at one point, there was like an online Pokemon trading card game, there was a Yu-Gi-Oh game, uh, I also played, I think, I think it was really the only games I really... I think I did some Fortnite, too. Like, anything that was PC-based, I was able to do. Um, now, with the PS4, I can actually do some more gaming with that. But, yeah, I had two you know, two mornings, I think, dedicated to movies. One morning was dedicated to uh, gaming of some sort. I think I did a Monday morning show. Just a stream like this, where it's just us talking, hanging out, chilling, talking about the news. Um But, yeah, I don't know exactly what the schedule will be because a lot of it will depend on, you know, what's going to happen this summer. Am I going to have to teach summer school? What's summer school going to be like? Because I do have uh, some students that might have to or they might need me to help with other students. Again, I don't really know. Uh, You know, my old school had it where you had dedicated teachers that taught summer school regardless of the subject. So I don't really know what's going to happen this summer specifically. But, yeah. Once I find that out, I'll get more details about the morning streams. Uh, Groin to Hobbit says, R.I.P. Fred Willard, known for Best in Show and Waiting for Guffman. Yeah, um, when I heard his name, I, I immediately was like, wait, who is that? You know, sometimes there's actors where you know their face, but you don't know their name. And as soon as I looked it up, I was like, not this guy. Uh, but I want to say he was, what, 86 years old? So he lived a very long life. It's always, you know sad you know, sad to hear that, but... He lived a very, uh, it seemed he lived a very long and full life, and Best in Show might be one of my favorite performances of him. No question about it. Uh, Hypernext 13 says, Oh, Lord, I heard Capone wasn't very, uh, Capone wasn't very good. Uh, what a waste for Tom Hardy. Same guy did who did stick right? Yeah, so Josh Trank, I think is his name, same guy di- same guy that did Fanforstic and Chronicle. Chronicle was great. Fanforstic was terrible. Again, there's a lot of blame that was thrown around during that time. Was it his fault? Was it the studio's fault? I imagine it was probably both of their faults. But yeah, apparently Capone was not very good either. So it's uh it's it's pretty interesting to to hear. I've not seen it myself yet, so I can't really speak to it. Um, let us see. Nathan Slay says, Yo, I know a way studios can release movies right now. They can just schedule a Zoom meeting for all of them at once. It's brilliant. Yeah, or they can work out with uh, with movie theaters and say, hey, movie theaters like AMC, you already have this on-demand service. Let's get working on how we can just stream brand new movies. You get paid a certain number. We get a percentage of that money. Kind of like what they already do with video on-demand, right? Just, Just a thought. At decent prices. Uh, Glory to Hobbit says, I saw the new Happy Madison Netflix film called The Wrong Missy. I loved it. I saw it twice. Is that the one with, oh my goodness, he plays Joe Dirt. Isn't that? Isn't that that the actor? Hold on. I'm going to look that up. So don't you don't have to worry about putting it a thousand times in the chat because I'm already 20 minutes behind. <laughs> so so don't even worry about David Spade. Yeah, doesn't that, isn't that a film with David Spade? I want to say I heard about it. I've not actually seen it myself. Uh, Tina says, "I only mainly watch YouTube, Pluto TV, History Channel, Voodoo, and Travel Channel. What are these TV ratings of which you speak?" Yeah, seriously, it's just it's such a weird thing that it's obvious that more people were watching television back in the day, and therefore those numbers are so much higher. And yet now you have less people watching it, and yet. They still make the it sense... It doesn't make any damn sense. You'll see once we actually dive into those numbers. I already saw someone. Bruce, you're right. Firefly is definitely going to be one of the ones that we talk about. Uh, Jay Stowe says, Yo, Odin. I say I say, since Disney took a day, I say we fans should take the whole month in parody, calling it May the Schwartz Be With You Month. That sounds fine to me. g 76. It's easy. The more woke the TV show, the more likely it is to get renewed. And I did predict this early on. When I remember when all the news prior to Batwoman being released, was coming out, I said, you know what? I don't think it matters what the ratings are for this show. If this show has a first season, because of its nature, it's going to get a second season. Automatic. And guess what? It's not the ratings that got that movie, (laughs) that got that series renewed. I can tell you that for a fact. It's not the ratings. Uh, Zero Duality says, Bat Pirates of the Lesbians. That's what we've heard, is what they planned for season two because that's what everyone wants apparently. Uh Dean approved Batwoman gets another season. Me, such bull crap. So crap. Indeed, I agree. Uh, forever sci-fi, what's going on? Laura story says instead of Batwoman, uh, watch Shit's Creek on Netflix. Hilarious show stars the mom of Kevin from Home Alone and big eyebrow dad from American Pie. Yes, and actually it's it's fitting because those also are the same actors that were in uh, movies like and associated with movies like uh, Best in Show and Waiting for Guffman. So, again, they're all kind of part of the same uh, comedic troupe, and they're all friends, and so I, I have seen a couple episodes of that show, and it's pretty funny. I I just couldn't dive into it. I couldn't just grip onto it enough for me to care about watching all the episodes. Uh, my wife is obsessed with it, though. She's seen every single episode. Uh, Forever Sci-Fi says, Zack Snyder can design action scenes. He just can't design costumes. That Flash costume was horrible, and again... I just have issues with his style over substance mentality. Tina says, I was laughing when Gary said he'd rewatch the extended Watchmen movie. I kept saying, if Odin falls out of his chair at this point, I will totally lose it. Yeah, seriously, right? Uh, Slicer Neon says, Einhorn is a ma'am. You're right. It's a ma'am now. That's that's correct. That movie could not be made today. They would say nay nay. Zero Duality Tired, Odin is Jeremy's masculinity. <laughs> Uh, Glowing the Hobbit uh, says, COVID-19 is not affecting life insurance premium rates. The rates are the lowest price in history. That is interesting. Super says, sadly, I think I can answer your question. Unless it's vagrant queen bad, I think it's politically motivated. The giants can eat the cost, and they're too scared to anger the mob. And I think that that's definitely the point that I'm going to try to make tonight, that it is absolutely politically motivated because it cannot be monetarily motivated unless there is some secret behind-the-scenes financial backer that backs these terrible shows even when ratings are terrible. It makes no sense. Tired Odin says, I have never, ever told you who I am, but I'm always lurking about. You'll never guess who I am, because I am you. That's like Odinception right there. That is Odinception. Laura says, I would have gotten away with it. I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you kids. Yes. Love that old school scoob. Hypernext13 says, Tired Odin is from the dream dimension, a paradise for sleep devoid of wokeness. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Nathan Slay says, what are your opinions on the mask? It's a fan. If you mean the old school Jim Carrey movie, another one of his greatest performances. No question about it. Uh, Ryan from RK Outpost. What's going on? He says, don't use reusable diapers, bro. Trust me. Well, again, we're going to use both. So we we are going to have both available. Um, so we're going to try out the reusables. And basically the mindset is like using the reusables here at home if we ever have to go out or if we ever have to, you know, drop off for daycare or something like that, we will bring the regular everyday diapers. So it's basically a way of trying to cut cost as much as we possibly can. So that that's kind of the mindset behind it. Uh, Zero Duality, thank you for the $2 Canadian Super Chat says, Odin, give us your best dear gazem. Yeah, I, I know what the word's supposed to pronounce, but I'm going to mispronounce it because it's just so disturbing, the whole thing. If you don't know what he's talking about, uh, there's this thing making the rounds on Twitter and it's of this woman, or is it a... Again, I honestly don't know what this person's biological distinction is. Um, because there's a lot going on there. But they claim to be a dear spirit. And it's very, very bizarre. Uh, and yeah, it's it's something that... I, I saw Jeremy's video on it, and I totally agree. It's not something that I would just laugh at. Because I think the person, honestly, has some mental issues. And, and needs some serious help. Uh, it's very, very disturbing, uh, so, <laughs> but thank you for that super chat, Zero Duality, and no, I will not give you my best, because I, I just think the whole thing is just disturbing. Uh, Slice of Neons, we need to carve into Diamond a few internet laws. One should be, when a site appoints furries to its Trust and Safety Council, leave. Yeah, and so that's a reference to that same Twitch comment, as mentioned before. Yeah, they're, they have a position at Twitch. They're a part of Trust and Safety Council. And they've said a lot of disturbing things. Uh, Disciple 13 and the chat, of course, jumped on me like it normally does. Uh, So it looks like there's indeed, unfortunately, uh, some comments that have been skipped. And I think that now might be a good time. So let me go ahead and just dive into, uh, so let me just do DLive catch up first. And then we'll dive into the story and then I'll get back to the YouTube chat. Cause otherwise we're just never going to get to the numbers themselves. Uh, Peabody says, I think that they meant to say I'm here for Christie's stream, which is true. She was doing a stream on 80s movies, your fa- favorite topic. Ah, I see. Uh, Cam Adams says, yes. And Kaba and all I would together in her stream in the chat. Very, very nice. Captain Adam and the clan, I am here to help you with the Discord. If you need me, have you used the movie share. It is simple. Yeah, I, I've actually practiced with it too. I had I had uh, I think it was Mr. Roy at the time who was helping me and and seeing telling me what he was seeing and everything. So, but thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, definitely will need some help getting that up and running just to make sure everything's coming through okay. Uh, let's see, Mr. Peabody says, You want woke. We have an A, we have an ad for an SUV. It doesn't have a twin turbo, it has a bi turbo. I see what you did there, and then Peabody says, "Forget the diapers, buy a wet and dry dust buster." <laughs> Something tells me that would not work very well. Uh, and before now, going into the news, Justin Proper says, "When is the next? When is the next Wookie onesie stream? It's been too long. It has been too long. I, I don't know. I-, I feel like next time we have a major milestone, maybe at twenty-five thousand subs." Um, but, yeah, things have kind of slowed down a little bit, which is fine. I like having the quality of the people here more so than the, uh, more than the quantity. But, yeah, maybe. Maybe one day soon. I know that Drunk does a random, uh, doesn't he do a random onesie stream every now and then? Maybe then, if I'm ever invited on, I'll, I'll bring the, uh, the, the Wookiee onesie back out. I still have it, though. It's, it's in one of the boxes back here behind me. Because, apparently, I'm just never going to clean my space. So, <laughs> all right. But let's dive into these numbers real quick, because otherwise, I just don't think I'm ever going to actually talk about them. So, as you can see on my screen, this is actually from the way back, but it was covered by E! Online, all right? And this has to do with one of my favorite shows of all time. It's a little show called Firefly by Joss Whedon. It is a spectacular show that, unfortunately, only got one season and actually got canceled after only ten episodes had actually been able to air but what really got my attention on this article was the fact that they talked about how this show got a... And this these are their, their words. A measly 4.7 million viewers as an average. So this show had millions of people watching it. And here's the thing, for those that are not aware. This show aired on Fox. And Fox were idiots. And they've been idiots with a lot of shows. But basically what they did was they showed the show, one... Out of order, so you did not actually get to watch the episodes in the proper sequence that they were originally made for. That's one bad thing. The second thing they did was they moved it around at different time slots to the point where you would have to be awake really late at night to watch it, which is a bizarre time to put a show that, even with all of this, is being watched by millions of people. Yeah, it might not be watched by an extra 2 or 3 million people watching another show, but 4.7 million average for a brand new original concept show, that's pretty damn good. It makes no sense as to why they would ever actually try and do this. It makes no sense whatsoever. All right, so that's the first thing. 4.7 million average. All right, 4.7 million average. We're watching this per episode. It says here it was ranked 98th in the Nielsen season-to-date ratings, which I believe there's a lot of TV shows, and so in my mind it doesn't sound too bad, but I'm looking at that number 4.7 million. All right, now, let's let's dive into a show that I've already mentioned. Let's dive into a show that I've already mentioned and that is Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. So this is a show that I am now in the second season of. So it's a fantastic show. I love it. This show started off with 18.36 million viewers. All right? Now, by the end of its run, this is true, by the end of its run, it ended with around 3.6 million. So that is a massive drop-off. But you still have... 3.6 million people watching this show back in 2009. All I'm seeing are millions of people are watching it, meaning you are making millions of dollars in ad revenue. That That's what I'm personally seeing from this, all right? And so Sarah Connor Chronicles, 3.6 million by the end of its run. Yes, it started off with 18 million, but when we get to these other shows that we're gonna talk about, the fact that the show started off with 18 million and ended with 3 million, and yet it got canceled after two seasons, but other shows didn't, with much worse numbers, it doesn't make any damn sense. So this, of course, was yet another major debacle here from the most... Ter- I, seriously, they are the worst television broadcast company, and that is Fox. Fox has had so many gems of shows that they have just completely destroyed and utilized. Another show that I've talked about on this channel was, of course, Agent Carter. Agent Carter was fantastic, and I forget which channel... So this one was for ABC. I should have known. It's the one owned by Disney. But anyway, first season, 6.9 million, ended at 4 million. Second season, started at 3 million, ended at 2.35. So some would again say, okay, it ended at 2.35. It dropped about half its audience by the end of two seasons. But it's still being watched by 2.35 million people. This is back in 2016. All right? Trust me, I'm getting somewhere. Now let's get into... Some shows that are really bad. Let's let's go ahead. Let's skip ahead. All right. This is Batwoman. So notice the numbers I just said. 4.7 million for Firefly. 18 million starting off for Terminator. Ending above 3 million. All right. Ending. Being canceled by only having 3 million people watching it. Now let's get to the CW's Batwoman. This show. Opening episode 1.86. Notice the opening is already less than every other show I've previously mentioned that, remember, got canceled after one or two seasons. 1.86 million. And Lord knows the production budgets on this on this show is probably comparable to some of the other shows that I have mentioned. All right, no, no surprise, this show dropped tremendously over time. 1.16, 1.09, very consistent here. This show actually dropped to under a million, as low as 0.67, 670,000. That's what that means. 670,000, 630,000, 700,000. So the most recent episode of Batwoman only had 700,000 people watching it. 700,000 versus 4 million, 4.7 million average viewers versus 18 million to start, ending at over 3 million people still watching this show, 3.6 million. Going to Agent Carter, 2.35 million. And then, of course, Batwoman, 0.7. You know what other show is also not doing very well? Oh, let's see. Hmm, season three, Supergirl, 1.87. And to be fair, this show did start off actually much stronger, but it has dropped off consistently every season since. Now this show is dropping well below the million, well below the million viewer range. This show, zero point six two. 620,000 people watching this show. Batwoman, Supergirl, no one's watching them. And yet, Batwoman has already been greenlit for a second season, a full order second season, while Supergirl has continued to go on season after season. Now, some people might say, well, maybe, okay, this is the CW, right? CW is having Supergirl, it's having Batwoman. That, that's the reason why. That is the reason why all of this is happening. I say nay-nay because I give you the evidence of a show called The Tomorrow People. Now, I've never seen this show, so I cannot vouch for it. This is a CW show, however. Back in 2013, this show's pilot started at 2.32 million people. And it got canceled after its first season. And this show ended on the last episode with 1.01 million viewers. So please explain to me, CW... Please explain to me, television, how in the hell does a show like The Tomorrow People, which is on the same station as this show and the same station as this show, with more viewers not get renewed for a second season, and yet this show has been renewed at least twice with the same numbers, and this show can't even get out of its first season with a million viewers watching it on average? These are terrible numbers. And so that's the question that I want to ask everybody. Obviously, I think the answer is because, well, Batwoman features a lesbian protagonist. Therefore, obviously, the CW is keeping that show on because of diversity and wokeness. I don't need to say anything about Batgirl because Batgirl has been terrible. I mean, not Batgirl. (laughs) Supergirl. Might as well be Batgirl. Supergirl has been terrible for a long time now. Ever since that atrocious second season, when they finally transitioned to the CW and they focused more so on her sister than the actual Supergirl, they have more focused on Alex, her sister, and her marriage to another woman because they had to focus on that. And then finally when the actress who was that part left the show, they were like, oops, guess we gotta go back to Supergirl now. So why do you think they've kept Supergirl on with terrible ratings, 062 That's awful. Batwoman, Batwaman, 0.7. And yet the Tomorrow People, which was on the same station, ended with a million people, not renewed. Agent Carter ended with 2.35 million, got canceled after two seasons. Terminator ended with 3.6 million, canceled after two seasons. Firefly, averaging 4.7 million, canceled after one season, didn't even get to finish its final season. So if anyone knows these numbers more so than I do, please feel free. Uh, to let me know. But I wanted to dive into those numbers. Because there's something going on. Alright. There is absolutely something going on. Like the fact that you had shows. That were really doing well. And again. I, I know that a lot's changed. Again, someone could probably bring up the argument. Well you know. Back then more people were watching television. And so therefore. We got to take that into account. But I've mentioned also. Shows that were relatively close in time period. To the modern day CW shows. Even on the same network and yet had the same amount of viewers, if not a little more, and yet would cancel. It doesn't make any damn sense. Makes no damn sense to me. But Let me go ahead and jump over uh, into uh, DLive first, because I think uh, YouTube is going to be very, very far behind uh, very, very quickly. So let me just uh, catch up with uh, DLive real quick. Uh, And let's see where we went and left off. So we see J-Rod Captain, J-Rod the beer guru. Thank you very much for that ice cream donation. I really do appreciate that. Um, Camden Heiss, thank you for the three ice cream donations you are freaking awesome Cam Adam the Clan says we called it Supergirl and her lesbian sister that's pretty much what the show is, right? did we mention that Alex is a lesbian? because guess what? that's all we care about apparently and it's like, if you want to have a character that's that's a lesbian okay, fine <laughs> Do do what you're gonna do but don't try and just force it down everyone's face did we mention this? did we mention this? hey, by the way, don't forget this when the show is called Supergirl and should be focusing on superhero antics and not identity politics, it's so infuriating. Camden Heiss, I think, makes a great point here. It says Tomorrow People had a white male lead. Supergirl and Batwoman have female leads. That's why they were renewed. And I think that that's definitely a huge part of the discussion. And also, of course, talking about the storylines there. Cabinet Adams says, YouTube is always behind. They are always behind. It's just the nature of the beast. I'm always about 20 minutes behind. If you're new to the stream, by the way, over on YouTube. We got 74 people still watching. Smash that like button. I follow about 20 minutes behind in the chats. So don't lose hope, all right? My plan is to get to everyone. You don't have to super chat for me to get to you. However... If you don't super chat, it means that your comment could be skipped because YouTube can't keep up for some reason. Again, that's YouTube's fault. And also, if you want to have it read more quickly, sometimes there's a premium to pay. Uh, Anyway, getting back into the YouTube chat. Bruce says, "Uh, for no good reason, they went with a different voice actor for Shaggy. It had been the same guy for years. Last I read, he doesn't even know why he was skipped over. Ooh, yeah, Um, that already makes me not be a fan of it. Super anime gamer. At least that's how I think it works with network television. I have no idea how HBO Warner plan on sustaining Westworld now that the ratings have tanked and Game of Thrones is gone. Yeah, I don't really know exactly how to follow the streaming service because, especially when you get to places like Netflix and Disney Plus, they don't really release their numbers uh, in a public way. Maybe they do, and I'm just not aware of it. But again, try and compare some of these numbers here because it just is pretty crazy. Nathan Slay, by the way, after doing the math, I realized that both The Mask and Joker are tied for first place for most profitable comic book movie. The Mask? What? What? I. I Nathan Slay, I don't think you're saying the right movie. Uh, Groyne Hobbit says, Your thoughts on Spock and Captain Pike's new show on CBS All Access? I haven't watched any of Picard. I haven't watched any of Star Trek Discovery. I have just no interest in it whatsoever, so it's just going to be crap. <laughs> if I had to guess, it's probably going to be just as much crap as everything else. I have a next 13 So, Thor going to be a part of Generation Alpha, uh, the generation after Gen Z. Very suiting, and I bet that name will trigger SJWs. Yeah. <laughs> alpha? No. You can't be a male born in the Alpha generation. You got to be a Beta. That's basically what it's going to turn into, most likely. (laughs) Odin going Amish. No, I'm not going Amish. Uh, Laura says, Friar Tuck Odin. Hmm. What are you trying to say, huh? x 13 you're going to go bald. Yo, Mr. White. Yeah, I'm bald. Odin going to be the Heisenberg of the Phantom Menace. If it works out, yeah, probably. Uh, If it doesn't work out, I'll probably be bringing the hat back. Uh, they display, have you watched Pitch Meetings yet? Um, yes, I watched a couple of episodes of Pitch Meetings, and it's very well done. I, I I will admit it had me laughing my ass off because it poked it poked so many holes into Star Wars, among other things. It was awesome. It was freaking awesome. Uh, Laura Story says, I can't wait to see Henry Cavill in a Superman movie. Me too. I can't wait for it either because we haven't seen it yet, and that comment alone will trigger a lot of people. but it's the truth. (laughs) Let's, let's just be honest here. Uh, super anime gamer says I am. Well, thanks. Just got rewatching treasure planet, such a great animated movie, uh, because it's one of the best movies ever. One of the best Disney movies ever made. I agree. And it got so shafted by Disney. And it's a movie that honestly, I believe deserves so much more love. The animation to that movie is so beautiful. Is, didn't we talk about that already? That it was like the last 2D animation for them to actually make it does have some 3D elements in it but it has a lot of 2D uh, Nana Reaper says one of my Thai Ridgebacks is pregnant well congratulations uh, AD ad says ad is short for Adam would you review the Power Rangers TV series season by season it's on Netflix if you're interested um I, I wouldn't say no to it um but it's not really on my radar or things to actually review for the channel um but who knows maybe if I run out of things to watch, which I don't think I will because there's so much stuff I still need to watch. Uh, Greta Zena says, been back at work full time for the past two weeks, but our store still isn't open to the public. We're starting to curbside, we're starting p- curbside pickup this week. Well, I'm glad to hear that you're back at work and I'm glad to hear that things are starting to reopen. Uh, it's always good to hear. Alice McCarthy, you're an Os- you're an Asuka fan. Why, Odin, why? Because Asuka's a troll and when you understand that, you you start to appreciate it for what it is also Watch Oscar's YouTube channel. She does some cooking, and it's phenomenal, and it's actually very entertaining. Nana Reaper says Sarah Connor Chronicles is better than Vagrant Queen. What the? I don't. Even, I haven't even heard of Vagrant Queen. Uh, Larry Larry says Carrie was on in Living Color early nineteen nineties. Uh, Alice McCarthy says Watchmen is the only Snyder movie I don't like. Oh, interesting. Have you seen the extended edition? Uh, Ryan RK Outpost. Subscribe to his channel, by the way. Uh, he says, I have an extra copy. You mean of Batman v Superman? And actually, I'm going to take that back. Because it was actually on sale for about five bucks. Because, just to be honest, wasn't well received by general audiences overall. Um, and so I ended up getting both the regular and extended edition for about five bucks. Uh, I think it's on Google Play. So actually, I technically do have it. I just remembered. <laughs> but if you want to send it my way, I c- can't promise you that it's going to be. <laughs> uh, can't promise you anything else. But also, did someone just post a picture of a wrestling meme in the uh, DLive chat? Because <laughs> I think that's a wrestling meme, but I'm not exactly sure. Anyway, uh, In Disguise says, Ever see the original 300 Spartans from the 60s? No, I've actually. Never seen that before. Okay, so no. Instead, he's just posting random things. So let me just go ahead and... Boom, he's gone. He's gone. I thought he was posting a wrestling thing at first, but it was not a wrestling thing. Uh, Alice McCarthy says, Watchmen is the only Snyder film I don't like. Got that one already. HyperX 13, Batman v Superman should have been handled like Daredevil and Punisher in Season 2. Yes. Um, lots of things should have been handled differently. Super random gamer. I heard Batman kills in BVS. I refuse to watch it. Plus, I'm the only Batman fan who hates that bat suit. The bat suit I had no problem with. It actually looked pretty badass, and I actually do like Ben Affleck um, in that role. He just needed a better director. In my own humble opinion, uh, 70B says I will miss the morning streams. I got to make that money. For my pups, seventy B, absolutely, and both you and Tina, please feel you do not have to feel any obligation. I know for a fact that I will have people that are are either already mods on the channel or people that I could probably make mods at this point, if indeed that it comes to that point. But luckily, we haven't been too inundated with trolls lately. Uh, But always got to have someone take care of that. But yeah, y'all, y'all can y'all can sleep in and do the work that you need to do. Don't worry about it. Uh, Larry, Larry says, world's finest movie would be great. And then Larry Larry says, Waiting for Godot. Yeah, I've actually... I've never... I I take that back. I think I have seen Waiting for Godot, but I've only seen it once, and I can't honestly remember it. x 13 apologies for asking this. My memory is pretty bad. Hey, your memory's bad. Who's the one asking for context all the time? That's how bad my memory is. Uh, He says, Do you have a Nintendo Switch? Yes. In fact, it's right here. It's right next to me. With the uh, Satisfy Grip, because I heard so many great things about it. I had this next to my computer because... A couple days ago, like two, three days ago at this point, we were supposed to get a Star Wars game from the old N64. Um, it may have been on others. I think it was N64 exclusive. I might be wrong on that. But you know how we had, you know, Star Wars Episode One: Phantom Menace? Phantom Menace? I always get that confused now. Um, and we had that awesome pod racing game. That was supposed to get released. And then the night before, they say, oh, by the way, it's not getting released. sorry. There have been complications, and we we don't know when it's going to be done. How do you wait until the night before you release it? Obviously, it's for marketing purposes, but still. I have it next to me because I'm waiting for that game to go live. Uh, Nana Reaper says, What does Amazon mean when they say a multiple format says one disc? Ah, Nana Reaper. Good question. Uh, I've actually been waiting for questions like that. So, anyway... Uh, On Amazon, usually when you're buying a physical media, it'll have DVD, Blu-ray, and then sometimes it'll say multi-format. All multi-format means is that you have a DVD and a Blu-ray. So you have multiple formats in the same package. So that's normally what it indicates. And so a lot of movies are still released with a 4K and a Blu-ray or a Blu-ray and a DVD because... Obviously, there just are some people that will buy the movie not realizing that they don't have the hardware to support it, but then they have an extra disc and they say, oh, I can at least play this copy, even though they're not getting the full quality that they could with the higher quality and higher format. But that's basically what it means is that you're getting a package that has multiple disks. Now, the way to confirm this is if you look to the image they provide, normally at the very top there will be a little line, and it'll say includes digital copy or something to that effect. I'm trying to see if I have one next to me. I do, actually. So this was actually sent to me by, uh, by Universal, uh, and this is the 4K Ultra HD for, oh, no, sorry, Paramount. Paramount sent this to me. I want to make sure I get that correct. So shout-out to Paramount. They sent me 4K edition of Sonic the Hedgehog. So as you can see at the very top there, it says 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray, and digital. So all that means is that there is a 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray disc in here. There is also a regular Blu-ray disc in here, and it comes with a digital copy code. All right, so 4Ks normally have a Blu-ray copy in addition. So again, multi-format, different formats in the same package. And then Blu-ray discs tend to have ndvd Though there are some that only have the Blu-ray and then a digital code. And again, sometimes you, you always want to double check. Because basically, if it says it up here on the packaging, it's going to have it. It kind of has to. Otherwise, it's false advertising. Uh, but yeah, a little bit of information for anyone that maybe did not know that previously. Nana Reaper, thank you for that question, man. Uh, Tina B says thank you for the ideas on your morning shows I might get up for the movie ones I can pass on the gaming ones I don't blame you Uh, it's not for everyone for sure I still don't know exactly what I will be doing for it but yeah Uh, the movies uh, movie mornings I think could be a lot of fun though they were fun last summer Um, let's see. Tina B says, Watch Mead's video about Trank. It's insightful. Seems he has a lot of emotional problems and let that carry over into his movies. Yes. Um, I remember that came up when Fanforestick was coming out, that there was a lot of behind-the-scenes chaos because of the director just not being able to handle this new fame that he had. Again, he made Chronicle, which was great, and all of a sudden, everyone's calling him. Everyone wants him, and I can only imagine the type of pressure that puts on someone, and it looks like he just broke. And hasn't really recovered since. Uh, Nana Reaper says, Yas, Joe Dirt stars David Spade. Again, I I thought I got that right. Uh, Forever Sci-Fi says, Yeah, but video on demand is $20. I don't pay that for IMAX. Why would I pay that to rent when I'm I'm provided the theater? Yeah, Forever Sci-Fi. That's my mindset is I think that they are asking too much. That's why if they're going to go that route, they should offer it. And this is what I've been saying for a long time have your HBO Max's, your uh, Disney Pluses, your Netflixes, your Hulu's have the regular subscription fee you pay once a month, but then they offer you more premium content instantly for a premium cost. And therefore, they can subsidize or be able to lower the price they charge for the demand of the new release with the subscription fees. So, for example, let's say uh, Disney Plus decides, all right, we're going to finally release... Finally, released New Mutants, but you have to be a subscriber for at least a month. So you have to be a paying member of the channel. And again, there's easy ways to do that in the algorithm. And then all you do is say, but you have to pay a $5 surcharge. So you pay for the service, but then you pay an extra $5, and then boom, you get access to that brand new movie. That is going to be the future, by the way, for everyone. Again, I, I love theaters and I hope they don't go away. Sad reality is a lot of them are not doing very well, especially during a time like this. And so, with that in mind, that is likely going to be the future that we're going to have, is all streaming services, and they're going to have to make their money up some way, and they're not going to charge crazy fees for their uh, you know subscription service fees, because that would just be illogical. They can charge a cheaper price, but then charge you for bon- bonus content, right? Brand new releases would be an instance of that. But yeah, I agree. $20 for on-demand rental? Way too much, unless you have a large family, and you're buying a kids movie, because then it is. I mean, then you got to think, okay... If I brought my family of four, right, if someone had a family of four, to the theater, think about how much that would cost, ticket-wise, popcorn, drinks, and just all-around chaos. That person, that family, $20 for that rental, that's a great deal. For people that go to see movies by themselves, like me usually, or just go to see with one other person, it usually comes out about the same and might not be worth it. But yeah, I'm right there with you. Nana Reaper says, it's not Batwoman, it's Bat-Prezhead. Pezhead? Bat-Pezhead? Is that because of the costume? Uh, Zero Duality says, C-Lab 2021 or Mike Tyson Mysteries. I've never seen Mike Tyson Mysteries. I have seen C-Lab 2021 though. And that is a great show. If you're looking for me. You gotta check under the sea. Such a great show. Rob D says, Hi, Odin. What's one show you wish would get another season? Mine is Ray Donovan. My instant answer is always Firefly. It is one of my all time favorite TV series of all time. Uh, shout out to Randy Darkstar57 because he sent me um, a Firefly mouse pad that I've been using for better part of, like, over, actually, I think it's over a year now. It's kind of crazy how time has flown. But I love it. I'm staring at it right now. It's, it's, I'm using it for my mouse. And it's great. So yeah, if I had to choose one, it would absolutely be Firefly. Uh, Bruce says Disney can't video strike. May the Schwartz be with you. No, they can't. But Mel could technically. Orange Eye reviews Supergirl and Batwoman had a great had great potential, but it was squandered by the all by all the hatred and biased bigotry. I wish the agendas would just disappear. I do too. Just tell good stories. Seriously, if you want to feature characters that have a certain background, that's fine. Just don't shove it down everyone's faces. Just don't make it into a big deal. Just let it be. Like, one of the greatest shows that I think has handled this well is a show like Modern Family. You want to know why Modern Family was so successful? Because all they did was just show a bunch of characters, interacting with each other in a well-written fashion. They didn't say, by the way, did we mention that they're gay? Did we mention that one of the families is gay? Did we mention it? Like, if they had done that, it would not have been successful. If they had shoved it in your face and said, don't forget, don't forget, don't forget, it would have been a terrible show. But they didn't. They just said, hey, here's some normal people doing normal things, right? Why do you think it was successful? They obviously don't understand that when it comes to Supergirl and Batwoman. It's so ridiculous. Uh, Jay Stowe says, when Batwoman's ratings hit hits a big fat zero, they will okay a fourth season. Yeah, seriously, at this rate, because series normally based on those those numbers i just gave you they go down season after season and then eventually the show gets canceled and so if batwoman is already at a whopping 0. Point, what was the last one a 0.7 and it's going to drop next season regardless we're talking about numbers that will probably get down to 0.3 0.4 like these, these are realistic numbers we're talking here And so I think that either one, they're just going to bite their tongue and say, no, we're not wrong, we're not wrong, we're not wrong, and just let it go until the end of the season, and then it's going to end, getting as low as 0.2, 0.3, and then say, oh, we have to cancel it, but it's not because it's a bad show, it's because people just weren't ready for it. That's going to be the instant excuse. They just weren't ready for it. It's because the audience's fault, which is just absolutely ridiculous. Or, second option, it only gets half a season. And looking at these numbers, uh, it seems to me, logically, it seems logical that it would only get half a season. But the fact that it's even getting a second season tells you there's a lot of idiots behind the scenes of the CW right now. Uh, Sasha Neon says, Supernatural is leaving, so the CW cringeworthy channel has nothing worth watching. Alas, I have sisters who love their talentless trash and the politics that go with it. Again, you're going to have audiences, Matt, again, Still, there are 700,000 people, don't know where they are, watching Batwoman. They're there. They exist. But, yeah, Supernatural is one of the biggest draws they still have. That show's been going on for, what, 15 seasons? So that that's not, that is still going well. In fact, with that in mind, let me go ahead and just look that up real quick. Because I kind of wonder what the overall ratings are for that show. If I mean, to go on for 15 seasons, you, you kind of have to be pretty damn good right you kind of have to have a lot of really great ratings going on you would think right you would think but let's see after 15 seasons this is actually be interesting what the ratings are for that show after 15 seasons versus one season of a brand new show all right so here's average viewership per season all right the average viewership for season 14 was 2 million the average was 2 million Let's jump into season 15. All right. They're obviously jumping out at the right time. And so notice, season 15 is when it is getting shut down. What was the first episode of season 15? 1.23. It jumped as low as 0.98. This is its 15th season. This show has been on for a hell of a long time. And yet, even in its last season, it's pulling those numbers. Right, It is still pulling those numbers. Compare that with Batwoman, which has been on for one season and was barely over a million in the first place and now has dropped and never...